Heavenly Father Wants Us Back by Elder Ulysses Soares of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles You are probably further along the path back to your Heavenly Father than you realize. My parents, Apardecido and Mercedes Soares, always dreamed of serving a mission. They wanted to repay the Lord for the many blessings that had come to their family since they had joined the church. Their opportunity came in 1989 when they accepted a call to serve in the Sao Paulo, Brazil temple. Only a few months into their mission, however, my father suffered a heart attack and passed away. During his funeral, I embraced my mother as we stood before my father's casket. Mom, what's next for you? I asked. Your father and I dreamed of this mission, she replied. I am serving right now, and I will continue to serve, for him and for me. A kind temple president assigned another widow to serve as my mother's companion, and my mother continued her mission for more than twenty months. Her missionary service blessed her, and her faith and example blessed my family and me. During her mission, two of my brothers also passed away, and my wife and I lost two children. The first was born premature and did not survive, and we lost the second to miscarriage. During that trying time for our family, my mother was there in the temple every day, reaffirming her faith and strengthening ours in the plan of salvation. Her faith in a glorious reunion with my Father and the promise of eternal life in the presence of our Heavenly Father sustained her for twenty-nine years as a widow until the end of her days at the age of ninety-four. The Plan of Happiness how blessed we are as Latter-day Saints to know that the gospel has been restored. The plan of salvation truly is the great plan of happiness. To the true and faithful, it promises an everlasting reward in God's presence. As revealed in the Doctrine and Covenants, nearly all of Heavenly Father's children will enter a kingdom of glory. Through the Savior's atonement, those who come forth in the resurrection of the just will be made perfect and inherit celestial glory. Most members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints accept this doctrine. Unfortunately, some may not believe that it applies to them personally. They make mistakes. Their spiritual progress, though steady, is slow. They wonder if they'll ever be good enough for the celestial kingdom. If you find yourself in that group, remember the Lord's words to another group of believers. Lift up your heads and be of good comfort, for I know of the covenant which ye have made unto me. God loves us and wants all of us back in His presence. You are probably further along the path back to Him than you realize. Just and True in Doctrine and Covenants, section 76, the Lord reveals how His children can inherit the celestial kingdom. If you are a member of the church and have a testimony, you have already started your path, as described in Doctrine and Covenants.
we must receive the testimony of Jesus and believe on His name. We must be baptized by immersion. We must receive the Holy Spirit by the laying on of hands, by one having priesthood authority. The other steps, however, take a lifetime of effort, and some members feel discouraged when they fall short. We are all working on these requirements. Thanks to the atonement of Jesus Christ, we can all achieve them. Keep the commandments and be washed and cleansed from all our sins. Overcome by faith. Be sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the Holy Ghost, witnessing to the Father that our saving ordinances have been performed properly and that the covenants associated with them have been kept. The Father promises this sealing to all those who are just and true. Being just and true, declared President Ezra Taft Benson, is an apt expression for those valiant in the testimony of Jesus. They are courageous in defending truth and righteousness. These are members of the church who magnify their callings in the church, pay their tithes and offerings, live morally clean lives, sustain their church leaders by word and action, keep the Sabbath as a holy day, and obey all the commandments of God. Obtaining the highest degree of the celestial kingdom, which is often referred to as exaltation, has one final requirement. We must enter into the new and everlasting covenant of marriage, performed in the temple by proper priesthood authority. According to the merciful plan of our Father, we know that celestial blessings will be made available in the next life to those who did not have an opportunity for the ordinances of temple sealing in this life, but hold out faithful to the end. We learn in the Book of Mormon that all of God's children who keep His commandments and are faithful, regardless of the circumstances of life, will be blessed and received into heaven, that thereby they may dwell with God in a state of never-ending happiness. There is always hope for us in the merciful and loving plan of salvation of our Heavenly Father. The Blessing of Repentance Our beloved prophet, President Russell M. Nelson, has taught, The Lord does not expect perfection from us at this point in our eternal progression, but He does expect us to become increasingly pure. Daily repentance is the pathway to purity and purity brings power. President Nelson also said that doing and being a little better each day brings us strengthening power. As we use that strengthening power against the natural man or woman, we advance further along the path back to our Father. Because no unclean thing can dwell in God's presence, we work daily on genuine spiritual transformation in our thoughts, our desires, and our behavior. In the words of the Apostle Paul, we seek to become new creatures in Christ, gradually replacing our old self with a new self. This change comes line upon line as we strive to be a little better every day.
Following the Savior by trying to become like Him is a process of self-denial, which He has defined as taking up our cross. We take up our cross as we control our desires, appetites, and passions. Patiently submit to all things which the Lord seeth fit to inflict upon us. Deny ourselves of all ungodliness. Submit our will to the will of the Father, as the Savior did. And what do we do when we stumble? We turn to our Father and ask Him to apply the atoning blood of Christ, that we may receive forgiveness of our sins. We again strive to overcome weakness and abandon sin. We pray for grace, the enabling power and spiritual healing of Jesus Christ. We pick up our cross and resume our journey, however long and hard, to the promised land of their presence. Truth in His Promises Our immortality and eternal life are God's work and glory. Our work to achieve that glory includes being valiant in our testimony while upon the earth. In vision, the prophet Joseph Smith saw that the faithful shall overcome all things. Later, he declared, all thrones and dominions, principles and powers shall be revealed and set forth upon all who have endured valiantly for the gospel of Jesus Christ. As we trust in these promises, we will not give up on ourselves, on our loved ones, or on other children of God. We will strive to do our best and help others do the same. On our own, none of us will ever be good enough to be saved in the celestial kingdom, but through the merits and mercy and grace of the Holy Messiah, that blessing remains within reach. As we continue faithful, I testify that we will inherit never-ending happiness in the presence of the Father and the Son. Oh, remember, remember that these things are true, for the Lord God hath spoken it. End of the article, Heavenly Father Wants Us Back, by Elder Ulysses Soares, of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, read by Van Farnworth.